Welcome to Bloom in Full Color, where we live life on ultraviolet. So um, I'm Jennifer Moss with Moss Greenhouses. I've got Liz. We are in Liz's kitchen. <laughs> Isn't it live life in high definition? Oh, it might be. Okay. But today it's high color. Okay. What did I say? Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. I was like, high definition. Okay. You know, it's kind of both today. That's all right. I'm you know, just... so here's the thing about my life. I am in full spring mode. Oh, good. And okay. here's what's happened. Spring decided to show up like three days ago, and then it went, Dad, just kidding, it's winter. Do you know that it's two months past the first day of spring? No. And it was 32 degrees in Jerome this morning. Wow. So, yeah. We're having a buy right. one, get one free one, tomato sale to uh, make up for all the tomatoes that people I had died. I hope people died. put their plants inside. Or covered them last or night. Or covered them. Yeah. See, I saw your live where you said, hey, cover your plants <laughs> and then or I put take a, them inside. And then I put a post yeah. out. And so we use the social media for those things because it's so time sensitive. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we're kind of in May. So if anybody ever sees me out in town in May... Maybe don't make eye contact sometimes <laughs> because Got I'm, it. I'm kind of crazy. I like you, so it won't be any, okay. any problem. It's it's when okay. complete strangers come up to me and I'm like in the middle of like the produce aisle and I'm like, huh, what? Petunias? I, I, I haven't had coffee yet. Like we're not there yet. But you know, that's part of being a public uh, figure. Go so incognito, I, like baseball hats, sunglasses. That. You want to know what gives me away? Boys. But now you can wear a mask in public. So, like, sunglasses, then mask, people really, baseball really hat. stare at you now because well, we're kind of, like, past yeah, that, I know. Anyways. Well, here's the fun thing I do to uh, unwind, though. Okay. I cook. Oh. So, okay. this is actually the first podcast we're doing on food. So, that's the fun part of this. So, yeah. um, I'm a huge gardener, obviously. Helps you know, working at a greenhouse and doing all that jazz. Mm -hmm. So a couple of the things that people were asking me online, I was like, how do you trim? How do you preserve? So there is a, you know, if you've got an extra ice tray, uh, something like a chive is really simple. So you're going to just cut it off and just have the chive and then chop it up the best you want. Mm. Right? So any herb that you're cutting. So here's a little bit of golden lemon thyme with a chive. That chive wanted to be involved. Yeah. He was feeling left out. Mm -hmm. So, and if you're ever wondering what an herb smells like or tastes like, rub the leaves. Oh. Smell your fingers. That's, Good idea. You know, rub your fingers, mm. smell them. That that can go a lot of different that ways. But really good though. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite herbs. I absolutely love this one. I didn't actually use it in anything today because I wanted to experiment with some different herbs. Mm. So, um, this one is absolutely one of my favorites. So, you know what I do is I'll chop it up. And then I get an ice cube tray and then I put each different herb in, or if I want to do like an Italian combo, I'll take the three I want, put them in there. And then you can either do water or I like olive oil. Okay. Mm, and then you just freeze it and then you pop them out when they're frozen, put it back in the freezer. Whenever you're ready to use fresh herbs, especially like end of season, mm. it's a great way to preserve it. Um, as far as like trimming an herb, you're going to want to leave growth on it. So on a basil, and I meant to bring plants. Obviously, uh, it's May and just didn't quite go that way today, Sorry. especially because we were transporting, but we'll start to do that in the garden when we're doing the next ones. But on basil, they kind of have a bract. So think of it as a T, right? So you got a, a base stem and then you've got a T. As long as there's two leaves down below, cut above. Oh. So you can cut all okay. the way to the base if there's two leaves sprouting, because it'll just keep flushing. 
I brought you lots of basil to play with. Ooh. And I made some pesto. So, um, a couple of different things I did today. I, I made some stuff that's a little bit easy to throw together, stuff that's more of a condiment, and then things that are really accentuate your food. So I, I want you, we're gonna taste and try today. Then we're gonna feed Zach, the cameraman, yeah. because- Zach needs to eat. Zach needs to eat too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first things first, my mom and I discovered this, um, this salad, and I pulled a lot of these recipes from actually Sunset Magazine. Mm. So Sunset Magazine is very specific to kind of the West. And so it uses herbs we grow, right? So this is actually a potato chicken salad. I threw two spoons in so we can both taste it. So it's gonna have pieces of chicken, celery, baby potatoes. We've got some green onions through it. And then it's got three different kinds of herbs. So it's got dill, basil, and mint. So there's a lot going on in here, but it uses olive oil and red wine vinegar oh. and salt and pepper. That's it. That's nice. And it keeps really well. I suggest making it ahead so that the herbs can kind of like get in and flavor. I tasted it right after I mixed it. I was like, yeah, it needs an hour. Because the herbs have to sit and actually like let their their essence into the, into the salad. Yes. So let's dig in. I am a huge fan of the dill. That's probably my favorite part. And here's the irony. I'm allergic to celery, so I'm gonna so avoid don't, pieces. Don't eat Here do we, oh, I was gonna oh, clink, clink us, clink us, cheers. Cheers. Mm. I'm hungry. I didn't have lunch. Mm. It's 4.30. That's a typical May day for me. I could eat that every day. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. And it keeps really well. Also, it is um, going to be like gluten and dairy friendly. I'm going to just shove one more bite in my mouth because I'm starving. Um, and it is dairy free. And it'll hold for a whole weekend if you needed it to. It's a great thing for a potluck. Um, also, it's a good spot if you want to play with different herbs. You don't have to follow the recipe. Food prep. Food prep. Lunches. So, yo, yeah, easy. Cakewalk. Mm, yeah. Throw more chicken in. If you wanted to put a couple more vegetables in, just parboil them if you want them to be cooked down. Or if you wanted to do it all fresh, you could do that too. Mm. Um, I just boiled the potatoes in a water with um, Himalayan and sea salt. Mm. That added the salt to the potatoes. And then there's a whole boatload of celery. And then I prefer dark meat chicken. So I actually cooked up chicken thighs. You could also do a rotisserie chicken. Went to the store, so they were out. Costco makes, makes it, like they make the big rotisserie chickens, yeah. but then they make them in pieces. Correct. So you can, so you can do that, that same stuff, mm. just chop it up, you'd be set. Mm. It's really easy to throw together. Mm. And I did the little um, Dutch baby potatoes, mm. Idaho grown, um, some all organic, yada yada. Mm -hmm. So. This is delicious. I'm leaving you a whole chunk of it. So it's amazing. You're gonna be eating that all weekend. I think my kids would love it. Yes. It's sneaky because it's still healthy. Mm -hmm. Because kids don't love mm -mm. vegetables, you know. No, Mo but they, most kids. They would love that. Because it's got potatoes. Mm -hmm. And celery isn't scary to kids. No. Celery seems to be a safe one. I yeah. can get my kids to eat celery without any fight. So, you know, peanut butter always helps. Peanut butter would be a little weird in that. Should maybe avoid <laughs> maybe avoid mm -hmm. that. Okay, so have you ever heard of chimichurri sauce? No. Okay, so what pico de gallo is to Mexico, chimichurri is to Argentina. It okay. is an herb sauce that you put on steak. Okay. So this one has got, I believe, five different kinds of herbs. It's got parsley, mint, basil, cilantro, and oregano. Mm. It's got a bell pepper. And it's got um, 
little bit of white wine vinegar, olive oil, an un, part of a white onion, and a bell pepper. So it's got kind of a, I wanted it to melt in its flavors a little bit, but I want you to give this a try. So you would drizzle this over your steak. I will try it with my spoon, I'm healthy, I promise. You're fine. So the idea is you drizzle this over your steak. Mm. Mm. That would add so much flavor to a steak without doing butter, without doing a cream sauce. This is something that Argentina is known for. I'd put that over chicken and fish. In a hot second, right? Like anything, yeah. So they traditionally do it with steak because they're a very big beef country. Obviously, you know, it's gonna be whatever meat you prefer, but it has got incredible flavor. That's not even spicy. I don't like spice and that's no, not spicy. There's nothing spicy in here. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, hmm. the onion would probably be the spiciest thing. So how thing. long will that stay? Being that it's got a little bit of lemon juice in it to preserve, I probably got a week in the fridge. Hmm. And then the herbs will start. So the, the thing about almost all these recipes, I use citric acid as my preservative. Mm. So I do a lot of lemon juice. I'm a huge lemon fan. Yeah. We were talking about that a minute ago. Lemon is a win for me. So I have, actually, I think lemon is in every recipe except the dip we're gonna do at the end. I, I'm, a, I'm a big lemon fan. Yes, and it two, two birds, one stone. Mm -hmm. So you get an accentuation of flavor, it pairs well, and it preserves. So win all the way around. Amazing. Okay, so I am trying a new recipe. So we are guinea pigging it today. Okay. All right, so normally I make shortbread cookies with lemon thyme. And oh. I do a little bit of lemon extract. Thyme finishes off. This time I did lemon rosemary. Oh. Shortbread cookies. Now, I don't love rosemary every day of the week. I think it's really good with meats, but once you kind of play with, you know, starches and carbs and different, more sensitive parts of the palate, mm -hmm. so to speak, that absorbs the flavor a lot stronger. I'm a little bit on the fence about rosemary. So I wanted to try this out to see how strong it was. It's a perfect accent. So these are lemon shortbread cookies with rosemary in them. So I don't need a whole cookie or I'm never gonna leave the kitchen. I'll Not roll right. out. <laughs> but mm, I just want sugar. It's Friday. I always want sugar on a Friday. But it's just subtle. Mm. Just enough. It's not overwhelming. The kids would eat it. I could eat a whole batch of those. In a hot second. And not even feel bad about it. We would end up putting cream cheese frosting all over it. Pardon the barking in the background. <laughs> we have adorable dogs playing in the living room because we're real people. So. <laughs> they really want to say hi to you guys. <laughs> All right, so the next thing I did, kind of when you're at a dinner party and need something a little bit simple that's got a lot of flavor, mm. that say you didn't get as much protein as you wanted and you kind of want to fill people up so they don't pick out, but not quite. Yeah. So what I've actually done is toasted a baguette and we've made an herb butter. I melted it because it was a little cold today and it was, it was really set up. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of left it chunky because the knives at work are dull. Mm. So we're just rolling with it. That's that's totally okay. Yeah. So I've got an actually an herb butter. Doesn't look really fancy on camera, I'm sure. But what we've done is we're gonna toast it. We've got toasted baguettes. And we're just gonna kind of drizzle it over the top. Make sure we get enough butter on that. Here's one for you, ma'am. Oh, thank you. And then I'll grab one for me. And this would be nice and crunchy. 
And always do a teeth check when you're done with something mm. like this. Oh yeah, I've been, because, I've been rubbing my... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this one's, it's got great flavor. It's got lemon in it, salt and pepper, butter, and cut up herbs. Mmm. Mm. <sighs> that tastes like spring. That's a midnight snack. Yeah. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I can see this with a cold beer mm -hmm. on the patio in the summer, mm. fresh out of the garden. You just keep it in the fridge. You take that to your friend's barbecue. In a hot and you're second. The you're yeah. the hip. And all you did was bread and butter. Everybody wants you. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. And that's the fun thing about herbs is there's a ton of flavor without having to do anything too extravagant. Mm. That's the beauty of herbs. I absolutely love cooking with herbs. I used to be scared of herbs. And a lot of people are. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's because you're kind of, you know, so the stuff at the grocery store has been dried down. You might get it. Anywhere from six months to a year later. Yeah, as you can tell. Correct. Everybody has a spice cabinet like mm -hmm. that. Um, there's kind of this whole new movement oh, of yeah. females who are starting their own companies that are fresh herbs. Mm. So um, there was a whole spread in it. I, I believe it was in Bon Appetit magazine a couple of months ago. It was really impressive. So anytime there's a spice shop, I stop. Mm. I want to check it out. So that's also a really good travel tip. If you're trying to find things to bring home, Bring home fresh spices. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. What's your favorite herb? Oh, now or what I thought my favorite herb was? Both. So what I thought my favorite herb was, was basil. Okay. Now I love this lemon thyme. <laughs> okay. Well then I'm playing to both. Yes. Okay. So I don't like normal things. Okay. Let's start there. Mm -hmm. I like things a little bit out of the box. So first off, I have a cheese intolerance. Like I just don't do dairy. So mm. When you go and get pesto somewhere, it's usually full of Parmesan. I love Parmesan, don't get me wrong. It just doesn't love me. So I've mm. gotten a little bit more creative with my foods because I kind of have to replace that umami cheese, you know, that creaminess, that salt, mm -hmm. that flavor. And so I actually take basil and you just live in that bag. Oh, yeah, wow. so I'm leaving this with you. So oh. as I was saying with the trimming, I have trimmed this basil right at the base. Mm. And if this was in soil, right, and this is soil level, mm -hmm. you would cut it right here. And this would continue to grow. Mm. And this would just branch out some more. So that's the fun part about basil. You can throw this whole thing in. Just rinse them off, throw them in the blender or the food processor, so however you do your, your pesto. Now, I do my pesto not with pine nuts because I feel like pine nuts are overpriced. I agree. And hard to find. Mm -hmm. So I use pistachios. Okay. So I, I left a spoon in there, so I made a boatload of pesto, right? So all I have in here is basil, lemon juice, olive oil, salt, and pistachios. Here, well, That's it. Zach, do you need a... Do you need a spoon, Zach? Do you need a close-up or a spoon? Mmm. Mmm. I love that stuff. Okay, now here's the fun part. That's a boatload of pesto, right? You're not gonna use all that. Headed to a dinner party, headed to a barbecue, grab a can of garbanzo beans out of your pantry, get the food processor out, take a couple scoops of that, boom, you got pesto hummus. So is that what pesto is supposed to taste like? Because I buy pesto like you do, or used to, in the can. And so he's got that weird aftertaste. I'm like, oh, I don't like pesto. That's what it's supposed to taste like. This is amazing. It's a lot better. Than like I know when I first said that, you're probably like, 
I, no, I was like, hmm, what did I do wrong? What I know, but it's, it's really, it's good. Like it's I could fresh. eat that on flatbread and put. Oh, hundred percent. You could use it on toast. You wow. can put it in pasta. You could have it on a uh, grilled vegetable salad. You could, and like I said, take a can of garbanzo beans, mm. put it in the food processor, take a couple scoops of that. Boom. You know what I love to do? I take a piece of salmon or chicken mm. and I roast it in the oven with that all over the top of it. And if you want to put fresh Parmesan right on top then, and then slice tomatoes. Now, can you freeze this? Yes, you can. All day. Now, I think I'm suspicious. I've not actually been in the production of a store-bought pesto, but I'm suspicious that they parboil the leaves. Would it say on the ingredients? I don't think so. Mm. Now, I say that because I've got a gal at work who does, she's Guatemalan, she's an amazing cook. She actually has been taught to boil the leaves before blending mm. it up. No, that, that's amazing. Like now, I've gotten to where I don't like pesto and that's really good. What the difference between this and that's gonna be, if you boil the leaves, it might keep in the fridge longer. Mm. Whereas this, well not. Now, say you forget it's been in there for 10 days. It's probably good for about seven when you're making it fresh like this. Get a little bit of fuzzy stuff on the top, scoop it off, throw it away, you're still good. Penicillin, it's fine. <laughs> a little bit of bacteria is good for everybody's gut. <laughs> but I mean, if it freezes, you can make yeah. a bunch and then, and then come throw day in the six, freezer. 100%. Throw it in the freezer. Well, or repurpose it and put it in hummus. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy way to get that. That I, wouldn't last six days in my house. But, well, that's yeah. good because I'm going to leave you. Some, oh, okay. So don't you worry. <laughs> All right. So the next thing we're going to do, and we'll, we're going to mess with Zach and move here a little bit. Ooh, so yeah. what I've done is actually, I kind of brought two little things. Again, I shop for herbs. Okay. All right. So two things here. I've got a savory spice. This is a place down in Palm Desert that I've been to that's a dill dip. And then the other one is from a local Idaho company called Starlight Herbs out of Eagle. And this is an herb and garlic dip. So this is something just to have in the cupboard. Can okay. you get them online? Yes, I believe you can get them both online. Okay. And I've got www.savoryspiceshop.com, and then I've got starlightherbs.com. Perfect. Easy enough, Yeah. right? Hey, I want to plug everybody that I can. So well, I was gonna say, all I we don't, have. Don't go to Florida much, so. <laughs> okay, so we've got sour cream. Easy enough, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, in the interest of not dumping this everywhere, we're going to need a little bit more than that, though. We're going to put, put that much in there. Right. All I'm gonna do is mix it up and keep adding till I like the flavor. Now sour cream takes a lot of it out, right? So I'm seeing pretty good texture there. Mm -hmm. I like that there's a little bit in everything. Then I'm gonna taste it. Dill dip. Perfect. I'm gonna, gonna yeah. try some. I love dill. Oh. It's mm. subtle. If you want more, you can do more. Mm -hmm. This one I'm gonna do a little bit more because I want a little more flavor. Okay, so again, herb and garlic dip. And that the thing about dip is it, it can be chunky. Mm -hmm. That's not a problem. And then people think you're a culinary genius and you didn't do anything. Very complicated mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, they're gonna take out the butter. Oh God, right? Well, and you know, butter can be scary because um, it's just not something that a lot of people have in their regular repertoire. I'm gonna try a tomato this time. Mm. Nice and simple. Mm, that's good. How stupid easy was that? I don't like to probably store, but that's good. Exactly. 
And I'm not like, hey, sour cream dip, that sounds fun. Ranch, all ranch is, is buttermilk and seasoning. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. So it's the same concept. I mean, you're getting ranch in a vegetable dip. This is the same idea. Mm, that's better. And it's fresher mm -hmm. and it has better flavor. Yeah, mm -hmm. you need ranch for the kids. 100% agree. Yeah. Because the kids are going to need it. They, you could trick them with this all day long. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have any idea. And it's actually creamier, has less of a bite because it doesn't have that same tanginess as ranch, but it's nice and creamy, still has good flavor. And then you're going to add as needed. Now, another secret to kind of keep in your cache, if you find the flavored olive oils, like the dill olive oil mm. or the basil olive mm -hmm. oil, if, or the doTERRA oils that are the culinary specific, mm -hmm. I do doTERRA anyways, but whatever your oil of choice is that's culinary and you can process, whether it's plant therapy or I, whatever the living, the yeah. other one. Yeah, yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> young Living. Yeah, Young Living. Young yeah. Living. There we go. And doTERRA. So you can actually use those in your cooking as well. I actually so you, have some oregano up there. It's the shortcut. Mm -hmm. In case you don't have this in the garden or the dog peed on it last night and you happen to watch it, things like that, and you're like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not eating that. Not doing it. Not doing so it. So mm -hmm. this is, the, there's shortcut ways to get it done. And it. drying your own herbs, a great way, just get a dehydrator, get um, an old window screen that you've cleaned off, lay them out in the sun, or you can slow dry them in your oven. Okay. Three different ways to do it, very simple. You can bundle them up after you've cut them and dry them out in the sun, um, in your garage, in your in your kitchen, however you want to do it. And just until they're to the right moisture that you want to chop them up and put them in a container. And then your herbs will be nice and fresh. So what about growing herbs in the kitchen? If you have enough sunlight, great idea. If you don't, you want to probably have a patio container that you can move in and out. For winter time. Correct. Okay. Or, or, you know, cold, cold days. Once you get to the heat, and hopefully, I say this with us having, it was 36 degrees on my front patio when mm -hmm. I went to my car this morning. It Once it warms up, which hopefully we're turning that corner, by the time this, this airs, we will have turned <laughs> this corner. Have a container and put it outside. Mm. And just have it outside and cut on it. I made sure that my herbs were somewhere where I walk by every day now. So they're in my front patio container that is what's right by my front door. It's all herbs now so that I can't miss it. Okay. So I put it right in my, in my way and herbs are pretty and you can throw flowers in with herbs. Nobody cares. So is there any kind of, cause I know with vegetables there are certain vegetables you can't plant next to each other. Is okay. that the way with herbs? They have, um, bullies and buddies. Okay. That's the best way to say it. Um, there are some herbs that like to be by others. There's some that, some that don't, um, be careful if you plant mint, because mint is invasive. Yes, I know. <laughs> as I saw it on your footsteps yeah, as yeah, I was walking uh -huh, in. Yeah. Um, if you never want to plant anything else there again, and you don't care if it spreads, it's great. But if you want to in two years, one year, next week, don't plant it there. Put it in a container. Because it will have runners and it will spread. It is invasive. Lemon balm is a cousin. So you got to yeah. be a little careful with lemon balm too. Now, um, You've got oregano and marjoram, their cousins. Cilantro and coriander are the same plant. A lot of people don't know that. No. Um, and cilantro, aggressively cut. Just aggressively okay. cut all the time because it'll just keep coming. Same with parsley. Parsley is actually a biennial. It only lives two years and then it dies. Okay. There's a short list of plants like that. Um, basil, you want to wait until you're through all frost damage. Uh, we've actually got a couple of different kinds. We've got one that turns into a shrub. Oh. Yeah. It's called a Maisel Basil. It's a proven winner's brand. 
I recommend that for in the ground because it gets a little woody in a container. But then like all of our Genoveses and our Nufar and our Dulce Frescos, our Amethyst, those are all really great for container, but it's completely up to you. It really just depends on your space. So is there anything, any herb that we cannot grow in Idaho? Oh, there are several, but it really just comes down to temperature and um, what you're willing to do. Uh, that there, if you can get the seeds and you can start it, you can grow it. Perfect. That's great. I, I'm not going to tell you you can't grow anything. Yeah. Now blueberries and blue hydrangeas, they're not going to produce for you. Sorry, pH sucks here. Mm, yeah. Don't know what to tell you. But, um, <laughs> and there are some people that are so dedicated. They're like, I'm going to water with the right water every time. And I'm like, not going to matter if you put it in the ground because there's a salt shelf here because for thousands of years, our water's been like this and made the soil much, much worse. But right. you know, we all get through it. Perfect. Well, I'm excited. I'm yeah. going to grow herbs. And, and you might be making pasta tonight. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to uh, get all these recipes from you. Heck yes. And I did get a lot of them off of sunset.com. Uh, Okay. I really, truly, when I was looking for the potato recipe, it just made sense to, because they do a good job about talking about the herbs, talking about how to grow the herbs, how to incorporate it into your landscape, how to preserve it, how to cut it, and then how to cook with it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for resources, there's tons of stuff out on the internet. Don't be afraid to try something. I mean, I always use um, recipes as a guideline. I'm that cook, yeah. and I'm a fusion cook. I mix things all the time. That's... Pesto, all you need to do, you need a fat, you need a nut, or some kind of thing like that, and an herb. It could be, um, oh gosh, if you take roasted pepitas, so little pumpkin seeds, mm -hmm. right? You roast them and get cilantro, you can turn that into a pesto that is delicious on salmon. Mm -hmm. And that is a recipe I've also found online. Mm -hmm. So it, just don't be afraid of it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, and I think we'll probably link some of those Heck recipes yes. too, so Heck that'll yes. be really good. Well, thanks for letting me come into your kitchen and cook. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing I didn't eat lunch because now I'm going to pig out. <laughs> We're going to let Zach pig out too. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, Again, be brave out in the kitchen and be brave out in the garden. There is absolutely no reason not to try some new things. Um, and again, live life in full color. Plain's pretty boring. Thanks for watching.